helping CEOs and business leaders discover the energy to perform exceptional brilliance and positively impact the lives of those around them. Be inspired by world leaders, game-changing influencers, and next-level gurus. This is the Active CEO Podcast, where the ordinary don't belong. And now your host, CEO and founder of Energy to Perform, international speaker and leadership performance coach, Craig Johns. Kia ora and hi, I'm Craig Johns. Welcome to episode 143 of the Active CEO Podcast, where we are decoding the next segment of Break the CEO Code. Now, over the past few Break the CEO Code episodes, we've been introducing the 10 elements of leading high-performing teams. Today, we're talking about the 10th element, vulnerable, open, honest communication. It's important as leaders that we create a safe psychological space for vulnerability and open, honest communication. Now, we know that great leaders create a space for effective communication, whereas poor leaders allow poor communication to occur by itself. Now, communication should always be a dialogue, not a monologue. So that means it needs to be both ways. You can't just speak at someone, which would be a monologue. It needs to be a dialogue. It needs to be two-way. You need to have both people connected. And, you know, one of the most important things that, that I've really learned over the last few years is that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So it's important that we figure out how to find a space where people feel comfortable in opening up and speaking around what they truly think, what they truly feel, uh, what questions they have. Because as Richard Branson describes communication as the most important skill a leader can possess. Now, as leaders, it's important that we should not let our ego write checks that our talent can't cash. <laughs> so it means we need to be open. We need to be able to ensure that our conversation is, is not the only truth. We need to ensure that what we say is not what everyone needs to take for gospel. We need to ensure that that people can be part of the conversation, that the collective voice is our communication and not just one single person. Now to do that, we need to create a safe psychological space. And it is something that has grown in, when we look at companies and we look at culture has become really important and it now you know psychological safety now sits alongside employee experience and workplace culture when it comes to the success of an organization that's right so psychological safety sits alongside employee experience and workplace culture when it comes to the success of an organization now, so what is psychological safety? It is a belief that one will not be punished or humiliated 
for speaking up with their ideas, questions, concerns, or mistakes. A successful team or a high performing team is one that is able to bounce ideas off each other, uh, is able to strengthen action plans, is able to help each other solve issues, and that everyone is there to provide support to each other. You know, we've all seen those, those times where someone dictates the energy in the room and sucks up the conversation. So we need to create that space where people feel psychologically safe to be able to speak their own thoughts, their own truth, to be part of that conversation. And we need to think around our team climate being characterized by interpersonal trust and mutual respect in which people are comfortable being themselves. People need to feel comfortable being themselves rather than trying to be someone that they think other people think they should be. We see this quite often when people are moving up through an organization. They try to be someone they're not because they put themselves in a position where they think what the other people expect them to be and therefore try to fall uh, try to place themselves in that person rather than actually just being themselves. So we need to make sure that we treat others as they'd like to be treated. So it's not, you know, we, we quite often hear the, the phrase, treat others as you'd like to be treated. Well, no, when it comes to a psychological safe space, it is treat others as they would like to be treated. So as a leader, we should be in a space where we're operating from a point of view of what others want rather than what we want. So we need to be focused on the other, on the other people and what they want and what they need. That is the only way you can create that psychological safe space. Now, in organizations, if we want to be innovative, grow, uh, excel, be successful, we need to have, we need to nurture a curiosity culture because it makes us more present to the journey, uh, to being more creative, better at communicating alignment with each other, uh, being agile and adapted to what's happening when things go wrong, when things, when crisis hits when there are times of overwhelm or uncertainty. So we need to have that curiosity culture and we can't do it by thinking in our own mind. We need to be thinking around the collective and, and hearing different people's perspectives. So we need to have that space where people feel safe to do that. As Simon Sinek uh, talks about with the circle of safety, Leadership reduces the threats people feel inside the group, which frees them up to focus more time and energy to protect the organization from the constant dangers outside and seize the big opportunities. Now, there's no team without trust. Without trust, we cannot have vulnerability. Without vulnerability, we do not have courage. Without courage, we cannot be innovative we cannot grow 
So we need to think of psychological safety is a way that allows for moderate risk-taking, uh, speaking our minds, being creative, um, sticking, sticking our neck out, so to speak, without fear of having it cut off. If we want to ensure that we have the behaviors that lead to growth and success of an organization. If we look at someone like Google, they're very fast paced and it's a very highly demanding environment. Their success hinges on the ability to take risks and be vulnerable in front of their peers. And they understand this, so they did a lot of research around what makes them a high performing organization. And it came down to that psychological safety. So we need to make sure that we replace blame with curiosity. We take away judgment. We allow opportunity for people to speak up, for people to have their thoughts heard, to feel safe, to express how they're feeling. Because we all want better performance. We all want more learning. We all want to be able to ensure that our people feel motivated to tackle those difficult problems. We want people engaged. Now, vulnerability at work can take many different forms. Uh, it could be speaking up in a meeting. It could be proposing a risky or untested idea. It could be publicly admitting that a project that you championed failed. Uh, it could be offering lessons learned in the process when something doesn't quite go, right, go wrong. It could be disagreeing with your boss or providing a different perspective to ensure that the company can move forward. Vulnerability has traditionally been viewed as a weakness in the workplace. And the thought of being exposed with regards to our flaws or imperfections, challenges, is for most people quite terrifying. But it's important that we share to grow. Because vulnerability isn't a liability, it's an asset. Now, as Dr. Brene Brown defines vulnerability as uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. So if people are going to uh, suggest something that's uncertain or express feelings uh, or position something that is risky or feel like they're gonna be exposed emotionally, there needs to be a safe space for them to do it. Vulnerability in the workplace could be letting your team know when you're feeling overwhelmed with a project and need a break. It might be admitting to your employees that you don't have a solution to a problem that needs urgent attention. It might be apologizing to a coworker that you've made a mistake or for accidentally snapping at them under stress. Vulnerability is showing the ability um, that you are not perfect that you don't always have the answers, that you can make mistakes. It's showing people that you're human. And being human can be seriously uncomfortable 
for many people. It's pretty sad. Being human can be very uncomfortable for many people in this world. So let's ensure that we take the workplace armor away and ensure that people can be vulnerable in a space which is psychologically safe. Because we want to accept the imperfections. We want to develop awareness. We need people to take accountability when things go wrong. We need to ensure that people are authentic. Dr. Brene Brown also mentions that vulnerability sounds like truth and feels like courage, but truth and courage aren't always comfortable. How can we ensure that people can take that leap to creativity, innovation, and more authentic connections in the workplace? Now, if we think about open, honest communication, we need to ensure that we have open and honest dialogue. So the communication is two ways. We need to ensure that it's clear and it gives the impression of authenticity and integrity, especially if we want true collaboration between people within our team. Because open and honest communication leads to more quickly to our mutual understanding and respect for different views, different interests, different types of work and different needs. It's important to have that psychological safe space for people to be open and honest because as you mentioned earlier, the hardest thing that people can do is actually to open up and show they are human. But we want to know what people are thinking. We want to know different perspectives. We need to allow that to happen. To, to assist with open and honest communication in the workplace, it's, invo- it's important that we avoid using absolute language, uh, such as words like never, always, terrible. We need to make sure that we limit words like sometimes, seems, and suggests. We actually want to flip those around and and make sure that we provide opportunity, that we can can learn from mistakes. We need to ensure that we use language which opens up for people to feel comfortable in sharing. Another thing that you can consider is is, look, is ensuring that your team understand that it's important to showcase what the positive things are first before the negative things. And then if, and if there is a negative thing, then rather than judging it, come with a solution to fix it. It's so easy for people to turn up and judge something and to find all the faults. But all we really want 
is to know what the solutions are around how we move forward and how we prevent it from happening again. Now, to ensure that happens, we need some open, honest communication for that to occur. We need to ensure that people have the confidence in their team that when they do speak, that people are going to uh, respect what they say. They're going to ensure that that it can open up more conversation and that people don't feel threatened or discouraged because they have spoken. We need confidence. We need to have that high trust environment first before people will open up in their com in their communication. So create that safe psychological space. We need to ensure also that people can express humility. As leaders, if we express humility, we're more likely to have more open, honest communication. We're more likely to have that safe psychological space where people can speak up, where people can be vulnerable, where people can express what they're feeling, what they're thinking, what they are seeing. If we're going to progress as leaders in the future, we have to create that safe psychological space for vulnerability and open, honest communication to occur. We need to be a world where people are united behind a common purpose and goal. We need to have people that feel comfortable and being able to speak up, share and be a part of something. We need people in our organizations that love to be there. So I want you to think as we move into 2021, how are you going to create a safe psychological space for vulnerability and open, honest communication in your team, in your workplace? Now this wraps up the 10 elements of leading high performing teams. And we've shared these over the past few weeks and we've actually only got one more aspect of break the CEO code, which is level six. And we'll share that next week. But those 10 elements of leading high performing teams, number one, create direction and meaning through shared mission vision, values, and beliefs. Number two, develop clear roles and responsibilities to build team culture. Number three, establish diverse professional relationships that are supportive, enjoyable, and dependable. Number four, provide a collaborative leadership style through consistent influence and direction. Number five, foster growth through creative risk-taking, problem-solving, and information sharing. Number six, promote reward, recognition, and reflection strategies to ensure accountability. Number seven, clarify process and structure to enable commitment and method of cooperation. 
Number eight, build trust and resilience through healthy confrontation in a safe psychological space. Number nine, enable impact through clear outcomes and team performance goals. And number 10, create a safe psychological space for vulnerability and open, honest communication. If you found this episode created a positive influence on you, then please feel free to share with your community of influence and the proximity of people that you lead or work in so they too can become world-class leaders. Now coming up on episode 144, of the Active CEO podcast, we have Bo Brabo. Now this is really fascinating. Bo worked in the White House. He worked for the likes of George W. Bush, uh, President Barack Obama, and he's gonna talk around communication and in his roles that he had there and the importance of communication and how they ensured that the processes and procedures that were in place to ensure that every time that one of those presidents stood up there, they could deliver their message with authenticity, with effect, and have create um, and have great impact. So join me in listening to that great conversation, uh, which is coming up in a few days' time. To learn more about Break the CEO Code, then go to craigjohns.com.au or join the conversation on Facebook. LinkedIn and Instagram by searching Craig Johns or Craig Johns Official. Thank you so much for listening today. It's been a great year. Uh, This is 2020. Yes, there have been challenges, but there have been some amazing learning opportunities. And And for all of you, I know that you have grown in different ways. The challenges have brought the best out of you. And we're looking forward to a super 2021 where you can thrive. I am Craig Johns. This is the Active CEO Podcast, where the ordinary don't belong. Join the Active CEO movement by visiting www.nrgtoperform.com. That's nrg2perform.com. Share this podcast on LinkedIn and be sure to tag in NRG to Perform. Leave a review on iTunes. Drop us a line with your feedback and questions and connect with us on the NRG to Perform Facebook and Instagram pages. Be sure to check out the next Active CEO podcast where the ordinary don't belong.